as a backup in this case. Here we go. All right, here we go, folks. We are speaking with the uh, one and only Hans Ziller and Ronnie Parks of the band Bonfire. The new, new album is called Roots. And of course, uh, as we say in Montreal, bonjour, gentlemen. How are you? Hello, how are you? Good. Hi, Mitch. Yeah, always a pleasure, Hans. And Hans, I will always start by saying this. In uh, 2013, when my wife's uh, father passed away from cancer and we put a kiss tribute together, you were the first one to come out and say, I'm going to donate this song, Sword and Stone. Ended up raising $35,000 for the cancer um, home, the uh, palliative care home. So I'll always start with a big thank you for that. So merci beaucoup. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, that's that's what rock and roll is. Pleasure. It's people helping out each other. <laughs> it's a big pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, that's one of the greatest songs. But let's, you know what? I, I'm i almost going to ask you about Fistful of Fire as well, because, and I want to get to Roots in a second, but you have this song on Fistful of Fire called Rock and Roll Survivors. The video comes out, and it really sort of, in, to me, it talks about the band, because you've been around for so long, and you've survived. You survived lineup changes, you survived radio changes changes in what the people buy from Nirvana to Def Leppard to whatever and you are rock and roll survivors and here you are you put out this album in 2020 and you haven't played a single show since it came out so so I know so let's talk (laughs) about that I mean let's talk about the fact and then I'll get to to Roots because Roots is a great great album but, but let me just talk about the fact that you put out an album and you normally go out and promote it by playing shows, and you haven't been able to. Um, was that frustrating for you? Was that difficult for you? Or when it does open up, you're just going to go out and promote two albums at once and say, the hell with it. <laughs> I was almost dying, because for me, this was a very great album. And uh, we had a new drama on the Hilgers, and this album is like, it powers on like hell. And... Uh, uh, and then this fucking virus comes and uh, everything starts, uh, stops. And I think right now we postponed the tour, Fistful of Fire tour, the third time. And it's even not sure if we can play it in later in the year. Ronnie, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, that kind of that kind of also was part of our plan. Um, when we did the acoustic album, when we made that we were just ready to go on tour, and all of a sudden everything has just stopped. So we didn't know whether we were going to postpone dates or redo dates. And we were holding on, you know, praying that we were just going to be after April, after the two weeks, everybody's going to go back to normal. It'll be great, you know. And then that didn't happen. So we always had this idea of doing the acoustic um, because we did a bunch of acoustic shows. So we really kind of wanted to do like an, an acoustic album and maybe do a tour in the future. So when this happened, um, you know, we were like, okay, so now what do we do? And uh, that just came out as the idea, like, you know, let's, well, let's do this acoustic album that we were talking about. Um, and then we could also tour this album. So it's kind of like doubling down, you know. So now when we go back out on tour, we can actually tour two different types of tours at the same time. So that should be pretty cool. Well, and in fact, you, you can even do some kind of evening with where you come out and you do, you know, 10 or 15 songs or maybe not. That's maybe too much, but maybe 10 songs acoustic and, you know, go go towel off, come back half an hour later and then do, all right, come on, folks, rock and roll survivors and, 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 and more. 
yeah. which which could be kind of cool in terms of the the acoustic album though uh talk to me about the genesis of that because the album's called roots it's called 24 songs on it it is called almost acoustic right yeah. uh talk to me about uh, giving them that treatment and 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 stripping it down yeah well the the idea was when i was sitting down uh in my studio and uh, we decided to record everybody at at home because we, we weren't allowed to go to the studio as a band and everybody recorded at home and i was playing these acoustic guitars and after one week it was so boring for me always this only acoustic and no uh, and 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 so I, I had the idea why don't bring in some clean uh, e-guitars, electric guitars. And then I had the idea, why don't bring in all my heroes? So where they brought me to music like Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, all those guys. So I picked up my Fender Stratocaster and um, doubled all the acoustic guitars with this uh, clean electric guitar. And then I tried to, to put in famous solos like Layla from, from Eric Clapton or Purple Haze from, from Jimi Hendrix, but on the bonfire songs. So it wasn't allowed to change the chords of the songs. So it, it was only, otherwise they, they sue you. So you can make, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you, it's allowed to, to make uh, quotes like in a book, you can take quotes. And so, we did it on on 23 songs. You make me feel, I, th I think it was, it, it's so famous, this song for Bonfire, there, it was not necessary to quote it. But uh, all the others, we did it, and then I, I called Frank Pani and said, hey, Frank, I have a great idea. Double all your acoustic guitars with an e-guitar, clean sound. And uh, so I think... Um, it went went great, and um, then we did a competition, which is on the on the booklet of the of the CD and LP, that the people can guess how many quotes are on the album, and uh, they can win great prizes. Ronnie, uh, perhaps you can say something about yeah. the the prizes. Yeah, actually, the, actually, the whole the whole idea was really cool. I thought because. You know, he, he came up with this idea and then it was like, well, OK, but also it has to be in the same key and it, you can't change the chords, but it has to be in the original key of the song. So you can pick out any song you want and and, you know, everybody can just pick something and do this little lick here and there. And I'm like, OK, well, you know, I don't really hear what you're talking about. So, God, you, you do it, you know, <laughs> and, and Hans went crazy and and did it. And I couldn't believe it when I started to hear it. Because sometimes it sounds like it's actually part of our song. It's really strange. It's weird, you know. And it's not like a full quote, but you go, oh, wait a second. What was that? I know that riff somewhere. What was that? You know, and like just when we did the first song, we did this competition and we announced that. And some people heard Led Zeppelin right away, you know. And it's like, yeah, that's that's a it came out really cool because it doesn't really change it. And it doesn't you know, if we took those parts out, it doesn't change the song, you know. So it's like just a little little nod to the song. But uh, yeah, the prizes were going to be that we have a, a dinner 
for whoever can guess the most. Um, they're going to have a dinner with us in Ingolstadt. You know, of course, I don't think it could be somebody from the United States that wins. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll have to go have dinner in Florida. That's the only place that's open in the States. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. You know, we, we, uh, a lot of this was funded. The, the funny no, thing By the about, way, yeah, when, when they have dinner, do they, do they pay or do you pay? I'm just, I'm just curious. We pay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, <laughs> that would be a great prize. Wide. You're having dinner with the band. Oh, and here's the bill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And you are buying. And you're buying. <laughs> yeah. By the way, let me let me get into the the vocalist re real quick here. You have Alex Stahl on this. Um, if you listen to the last album, The Fistful, it's great, great voice. I mean, just a great album. And by the way, I, I don't know why we didn't do an interview for the last album. We should have. But I guess with COVID, everybody sort of got, ah, what are we doing? Yeah, everybody went, <laughs> Yeah, well, I know I went foofer. I was like, oh, what are we doing now? But um, talk to me about what he brings, because you have gone through different vocalists. And, you know, you think of some of the, the bands over the years, whether it's Aerosmith or, or Cheap Trick or Kiss, the vocal and that sound is very identifiable. Um, what were you looking for in Alex? Because he wasn't really meant to be the choice in a sense, and then he ended up being the choice and a good choice. Uh, just quickly talk to me about him and his vocals. That's that's a that's a Hans question because yeah. basically what happened was um, I, I mean you know the whole story about we were supposed to have someone else first. Yeah, and um, he couldn't make it, and he and he couldn't do it, and, and we had Alex. Um, so we were all kind of planned, and then when once we did those shows with Alex, he just fit so perfect that we're like, you know, we, how can we not stay with Alex? We have to, we have to stay with Alex, you know. And Hans just made the decision and did it. <laughs> he said, "That's it, okay, Alex is the guy." Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Alex. <clears throat> the, the curious thing was that I I, I looked for a singer and. Uh, I, I had no clue who who can I ask, and then I go really. It, it, it's true. I go on Facebook and looked through all pictures of my five thousand friends um, who looks like a singer. <laughs> By the way, I, I noticed that you didn't pick me, and I'm on your Facebook list. Uh -oh. <laughs> but I but I don't sing, so that's fine. <laughs> and, and then, and then I, saw, I saw Alex. He had a photo uh, with a microphone. And I contacted him. So, and um, I thought for me, if he sings half that good as he looks, he's perfect. <laughs> and I mean, uh, say it like that, to replace Klaus Lessmann in Bonfire is always not, not easy. Everybody wants to hear Klaus Lessmann because he's the original singer. So, some. I thought for me, I only wanna wanna have a singer, which is a nice guy. Not he is uh, a team player, um, and he, the voice should be his voice. He shouldn't copy Klaus Lessmann. Or, or that's he, he, I always say to Alex, be like you, be yeah. be you, and and sing as you as you sing. And I I think right now the people. Even the, the diehard Bonfire fans accepted him now. So it, uh, only a few people are sometimes writing, where is Klaus Lessmann and uh, why is he not in the band? And sometimes I answer them and say, hey, what, what shall I do? If the singer quits the band, 
Shall I, shall I quit music? Well, what shall I do? I have to, I have to go on. And uh, so Alex is, uh, for us, a perfect singer. He's a nice guy. There is no, um, let's say, uh, drama. complicated things. Yeah, there's not much drama, yeah. Not much drama. Right now we have a little, little drama because of... Uh, of COVID and Trump, but <laughs> he, has, he has his own thinking and I have my own thinking, but uh, I think this has nothing to do with music. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he, uh, on every album, he's getting better, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's sort of about well, Alex. Let me just ask you about that, because you, you said that, you know, because a singer quits, should you quit music? And obviously not. Uh, I've always figured that when you work very hard, as you have for 30 plus years to establish a brand, not just a band, but a brand, you should have the right to keep going. Yeah. Other yeah. fans are like, the hell with that. You need to change the name and call it something else. I don't believe that. I think that your hard work is your hard work and you should be able to reap the rewards. Um, but let me ask you, why why not change it? Why haven't you gone to Easy Living? Why haven't you gone to the the Ziller, the band, or a solo artist? Why have you kept Bonfire, other than the fact that it's a great brand? Um, but why not I mean, be something uh, different? I don't want to sound arrogant, but uh, I founded this band in 1972. Uh, it has a, it has a different name, Kakumen. And um, Klaus Lessmann comes to the band 1979, eight years later. And I always was uh, was the motor of the band. And uh, I mean, no, for me, uh, Bonfire is my baby. I think it's my life, I would say. And I never would quit it. So, um, I mean... Klaus Lessmann couldn't sing anymore in 2015. He was he had very bad problems with his voice, and um, he said, "I quit. This is my last tour." And then in November 2014, we played the last show, and then I was without a singer. That's it. So at that time, uh, I asked uh, the guys from Easy Living if they wanna. Uh, do bonfire with me because the whole band at that time was totally uh, divorced so there was there was no band feeling anymore and uh, so yeah so then we we, we we got Frank Panier as the second guitar player and then we, we moved on actually, actually the easy living lineup plus Frank Panier we moved on, on uh, with the name bonfire so that for me was was the easiest uh, way to, because I want to go out, I want to play. I, I don't want to make uh, two shows and five day offs because the singer cannot sing. That's not what I want to do. I, I mean, if a, if a soccer player cannot play soccer anymore, he has to quit. And uh, that, I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard decision, but um I see Bonfire actually as a club like Bayern Munich or, or Los Angeles Lakers or whatever. It will, it will, and I'm, I'm the, 
Let's say the old, the, the old guard. No, but you know it's funny because coach. when when I have these discussions with um, fans uh, of bands, yeah. I'll say to them, "It's like the New York Yankees. Just because Babe Ruth isn't there, are they supposed to change their name and change their uniform?" And they go, "Well, no, of course not. It's the Yankees." I go, "Well, what's the difference?" Yeah. They go, "Well, yeah. no, no, it's, it's, it's very." I go, "No, it's not different. A brand is a brand." And people yeah. have expectations. When Bonfire comes to a club or to a festival, they have an expectation. And and Hans, to your credit, you have lived up to that expectation. You have delivered rock music at the same high level, regardless of the singer, regardless of the who are the ba- who's in the band. Congratulations to you, because listen, Fistful of Fire in 2020 was a great, great album, and it it's it it needs to be talked about now so that people go back and check it out if, if they missed it because of COVID. And, and yeah. same, same with Roots, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, hopefully people don't miss uh, Fistful of Fire because that it really was a good album, and it's it's really a nice uh, succession of what we did, Bite the Bullet and Temple of Lies. So now it's really, we're really getting it together now, and we're really starting to move, and bam! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... When you when you let's go back to this to this club thing to this uh, uh, Los Angeles Lakers or whatever, um, Bonfire never had a, a, a lineup which lasts longer than two years. That that's like it is. I mean, Don't Touch the Light has a, had a different lineup than Fireworks. Fireworks had a different lineup than Point Blank. Point Blank had a different lineup than Knockout. So and then I moved on only with Klaus Lesman as Lesman Ziller, and then we we we, we put uh, a band together for Rebel Soul. So it never nobody can say that I'm a, a tyrant who who cannot work with people. You know, <laughs> it's uh, all Hans's fault. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you why are you so difficult to work with? Honestly, uh, <laughs> Ralph, would you like to address that? <laughs> When you when you look at Michael Schenker, yeah. uh, he always has different singers, but he the sound is always the same. The music is all, always the same. The same as Richie Blackmore, either if it's Rainbow or the Purple. Um, I think it's not. Most of the people think that the singer is the the, the shield, the outside shield for everybody. So yeah, and the, and the thing that always gets me is there's so many bands. That if, if you think about if they never gave the band a chance, the, uh, like Iron Maiden, for example, uh, you know, if you said, okay, well, now nah, it's not Paul Diano singing anymore. I, I'm not going to listen to Iron Maiden anymore. Okay, see ya. <laughs> you know, so I mean, what do you do? Yeah, it's it's part of the music. He's still making the music. It's still the band. So I just sometimes you're right. I, I don't understand why they why people can't see past that. It, it's so bizarre. And by the way, I, I just realized I said Ralph instead of Ronnie. <laughs> apologies, oh. for, apologies for that. But no yeah, uh, it, it's uh, so in, t- in terms of Roots now, it comes out and what are we doing? Do we do a live stream? Do we just wait until stuff opens? Um, yeah, actually, that's what we were going to do. We were going to do a live stream concert. Um, but uh, due to the traveling, you know, uh, we decided that it's just not going to be possible because we really had to prove that, you know, there's no doubt that this can't be rescheduled. It must continue because there's people's lives at stake. 
you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so so to fly to Germany, and also we had Alessandro Del Vecchio um, from uh, Frontiers. The, yeah, so he was part of the uh, he did backgrounds, and uh, so he was going to come also and do the live stream, and also Frank's wife Lydia, huh? she did some duets on the album, so she was also going to be there, well, keyboardist. Hold on a so second. So we had the big. So Alice, Alessandro worked on this then. Well, he did the background vocals, yeah. No, I don't see that anywhere in the press release, and and I'm friends with him. So, did he uh, produce it at all? Because he, he, I mean, he's no. got he's got chops, man. He's 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 one of the yeah, greatest. He's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, Alessandro's great. We've been working with him for actually since uh, Glorious. Oh. Since the Glorious album in 2015, we've been working with Alessandro, and he, I think he did produce Glorious, right? Was he the producer, Hans? He, he did. He did record it and mix. He, he was it. the engineer. Yeah. Mixing. Yeah. And so now since then we, we still use Alessandro as, as backing vocals. You know, so That's, he does backing vocals for us on the records. It's funny because I just I just punched up the pages for that and then and I don't see him anywhere. Well, I'm gonna have to uh, give him a, a note because I know he does everything for Frontiers. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to see that he's doing stuff uh, with you guys and uh, AFM uh, records. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, he is, I mean, he is big on the book in the on the booklet. Uh, okay. and the, the, on the LP, you know, on the cover, but perhaps you don't have it right now. No, I, they sent me an MP3 download of, of the album, but okay. I, but at some point, yeah, if somebody wants to send me the physical, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a physical guy. I mean, I, speaking of Schenker, I got my Schenker right here. I like my <laughs> I like my physical. I like my physical stuff. So okay, so there's no live stream possible. So then, yeah. uh, is it just we're going to do interviews until things open up, kind of stuff, or or do you, do you try to get it to German? No, I mean, we are we are planning now for the for the twenty sixth of uh, uh, February, the release day, a uh, live stream party. Yeah. All right. So we invite we invite all our fans. They should take champagne or or, or whatever they, they have. <laughs> And then we, we give a toast on the new album. And the next thing is, we have this year 35th anniversary with Bonfire. So this is also a, a thing to celebrate. So on, on this 26th of uh, February, everybody is uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to come. <laughs> well, yeah, welcome, welcome to come and, and say hello. Now, in terms of the 35th anniversary, I'll, I'll ask you, Hans, uh, and, and we sort of touched upon it in the interview, but but what has kept you going, you know, with, with all the line of changes, with COVID? Why at some point have you just not said, Ugh, I'm out, I'm just, forget it. I, I just, I'm just going to stay home and, and write books. Like, what, what has kept you motivated to keep making the music? I don't know. It's uh, it's like a fever. It's like uh, I, I have to go on. Um, you got the I'm fever, a, Hans. <laughs> you got the fever. It's 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 my life. That's uh, what I always say to my wife. Also, and uh, um, I cannot stop. I mean, I I think I to die on stage with the guitar in my hand it would be the best. <laughs> That's, that's really? rather, I always, I'm always afraid of that. Actually, I'm afraid you, that one day I'm gonna die on stage. <laughs> you are afraid that you have to carry me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Who's gonna carry you? That's the problem. Oh, that's the problem. <laughs> but hey, listen, 
there, there are some folks out there, you know, whether it's BB King or Chuck Berry or whatever, they, they just kept going and going because when you love this stuff, why would you want to stop doing what you love? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, some, no. some ways I think you do have to change it a little bit because, you know, once you're, you're 70 or 80 years old, you can't still dress like, like you did when you were 20. You know? Al- Alice Cooper does, doesn't want to agree with you. Yeah, he's like the only person that can get away with it. Elton John doesn't agree with you. El- Come on, you know I I, I don't know. I, I think you you just keep going until there's there's nothing left. Uh, in terms of of radio and stuff, is I'm in Canada, so I don't I don't know what's going on in Germany. But but is, does Bonfire get on the radio in Germany? Does does the media there support you, or is it has it always been a struggle? Radio is pretty good. We are here in, in Bavaria. We have the the Bayern 1, that's the biggest radio station, and uh, they play us, um, Rock Antenne, they play us, so it, it, it's not that bad, and I think that uh, the new album, uh, Roots, is, is made for radio, I think, because it's not so hard, and uh, it's, it's, uh, so people can just listen to it while they are, uh, what, what's bugling? <laughs> driving around no iron the iron oh ironing iron. while they're ironing yeah ironing. <laughs> Mary that, nights. That, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the caption music to iron by yeah. roots by bonfire buy it now but uh by the way you think you were, you were talking just quickly about american nights i mean i listened to the whole album before the interview and and that version of American Nights, I mean, that song just, man, you, you, you can put violins, you can put dance beat. It just, the core of that song is just always fantastic. It's just a great song, you know? Yeah, and the, cor- the chorus is huge. Yeah, and, and you know, I've, I've heard different treatments of that version of that song, you know, and whether it's live or, or, or Pearls or the, and it's just... It's just, it's just great, and it doesn't matter who the vocalist is. A good song is a good song is a good song, and it just keep it just keeps getting better. Uh, there you go, folks. Yeah. Uh, I'll remind everybody that uh, February twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, Bonfire Roots. Uh, they, they call it the almost acoustic album. It will be out. Uh, do make sure you pick it up. It is on AFM Records, uh, gentlemen. Merci. Absolute merci. pleasure as always. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, as always, uh, thank you for thank you for the uh, the sword and stone of, from 2013. meant meant a great deal to to the family. So, merci. You are very welcome. Thank you, thank you, gentlemen. We'll, we will thank do this you. again soon. Cheers. Cheers. All right.